0: Welcome to the first ever Roundtable podcast. This is brought to you by Edelred, so we want to thank our sponsor there. And since since this is our first episode, I'd like to kind of just go around the table here and I'll introduce ourselves. Again, I'm Kevin Riley. I'm the associate publisher here and also the host of Basecamp. So we'll start from the top with our editor, not to be confused with editor-in-chief, Matt Samet.
1: Oh, hi, I'm Matt, I'm the editor of Climbing Magazine, <laughs> I don't know what to say, I'm not the editor-in-chief, apparently, yeah. <laughs> um, and I've been at Climbing, well, I started writing for the magazine in 1996, and I've worked here as a freelancer and as a desk editor uh, on and off since 2002. Great. Lindsay, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, I'm Lindsay Westcott, I'm designer here at Climbing Magazine, and so far, I've worked on two issues with the team here. I did the October-November issue and the December-January issue, which will be out November 12th.
3: Awesome. James? Um, um I'm James Lucas. I'm the Senior Associate Editor. I've been here for... Oh, uh, you got to speak up to the oh, microphone. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm James Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a uh, I'm Senior Associate Editor. I've been here uh, three years... And, um, I think I've been writing for the magazine before that as a freelancer since 2008.
4: Okay. My name's Kevin Corrigan, I'm the digital editor at Climbing, which basically means I edit the website day to day, and I've been here since 2014. Awesome. So has anybody been climbing on anything cool recently, been on
0: any projects, got any sense they want to report?
1: Oh, there's a full spray down? <laughs> yeah, full <laughs> spray full tick down. Down. Like, mm.
0: I bring it up because I have a good one, yeah. something I'm really proud of. Let's hear it. I, I finally sent <laughs> Big Cat at oh, Lion's cool. Den. Oh. oh,
3: nice. Yeah,
0: tall, kind of highball V4. Yeah, yeah. I, I first tried it back when I first moved here to Boulder back in, like, 2010. Haven't been on it in, like, six, seven years, but I went with my buddy Pete and uh, – I really wasn't expecting to send it. I'm not in the best condition right now, but Pete sent it, and I just got that kind of, like, jealous (laughs) inspiration where I was like, God, he's sending it. I should be able to send it. Just let Pete have that, Kevin. I can't. It's not in me. So I I went for it and and finally got the send, and and probably one of the proudest Boulder problems I've actually sent ever I nice. think it's tall. It's tall mm-hmm. and not super easy. It's uh,
1: insecure, pretty
0: insecure, mm-hmm. and yeah. the nice thing is it does have a pretty good landing,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. nice
0: and flat, which is helpful. But uh, yeah, sight. And did did you actually put that up, Matt? Was that you?
1: No, that's a Colin Lance problem. I think I put up the one to the right, maybe. Okay. That's like over that rock. Well, on the map, four
0: lions den in mm-hmm. the guidebook, which you did co-write. It yeah. says, like, Sam highball, and I was a bit confused. Oh, no. <laughs> there
1: was a wall down the hill that we were jokingly calling the Sam highball wall. Cause uh-huh. I had some harebrained idea that I was going to highball out this crack that was, like, 50 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, I never, I should have, like, this was, like, whatever, like, 20 years ago now, you know, and, like, we were just like, yeah, you put the pads down. Like, these days, you would obviously hang a rope and mini traction it. Yeah. But I was trying to boulder this thing out from the ground, or you would lead it. But it looked, like, really hard, and then the crack ended, and then you could put in some gear. So that's the Salmon Highball Wall. All right. But the name is a joke because I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah.
4: Cool. Will anybody else have any other spray? I sent my boulder project yesterday as well. Oh, awesome. Yeah. uh, I did Upper Y Traverse at Flagstaff, and it's probably the most days I've ever put into something, so I was pretty psyched about it. Cool. Originally, I was projecting Monkey Traverse. And then I was like, "Oh shit! This is like way too far away." And I was like, "Oh, Upper Y is like a great easier,
1: mm-hmm. like far away from the car." Because <laughs> they're both they're close. both about the same. <laughs> yeah, they're both about a hundred feet from the car. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, now I we go back to Monkey Traverse. Yeah. Cool. cool. Congratulations. Good,
3: good job. I've been climbing a bunch at Seal Rock, uh, which has been really cool. I a couple of weeks ago I repeated uh, Primate. Mm-hmm. Which Salmon put up in like, I don't know, 1905. 1905. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, that is correct. You're absolutely yeah, right. On Big Bros, but it got rebolted. And so, did that and been um, trying some of the other stuff there. I played Matt on, uh, he bolted a new route, like in between Choose Life and this thing, the Walrus. And, mm-hmm. uh, he probably wouldn't talk about it, but he did it like a, a week or two ago.
1: Well, yeah, Phil and I did Phil Gruber, and I did it, yeah. Hey, yeah.
3: uh-huh, yeah.
0: James, can I have you just, like, pull your chair closer oh, to yeah. the mic? Oh, yeah. You're a soft talker.
4: Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> carries a big stick, though. Yeah, <laughs> something like that.
0: All right, so sounds like that's it for the spray Matt, What about do? Lindsay? Uh, well, Lindsay, did you have anything you want to talk I, about?
2: I have been spending time up in Lander, and the rules are we don't talk about Lander. Yeah. <laughs> okay. no, um... You already did. You said, <laughs> you said the name of the place. <laughs> but I've been going up to uh, Fossil, which is in Sinks Canyon, and routes there are way longer than my little bouldering arms can handle. So cool. it's been a lot of a lot of. You know, do five moves, hang, get to the next bolt, hang. But it's it's really good rock. It's a lot of fun up there.
1: Cool, sweet. Me, you, no, I don't, I don't get... know much. I don't know. I went to the big. Actually, no, I went to the big Thompson Canyon last Sunday, where I don't climb much and where people don't climb much. And we went to this place called the Golden Hall, which is above Mary's Bust, which is mm-hmm. like this kind of cool multi-pitch sport area.
0: I've been meaning to go there. This is it like some sweet five eleven.
1: Yeah. Eight ten pitch. Yeah, the Brown Palace, like right up there. It's cool. It's like a really steep canyon, really exposed. There's not a lot of traffic there. You know, the wind's blowing down off the high peaks. It was really pretty, but the Golden Hall is like above the summit of this thing. So you can either climb like a long route to get there, or you're not really going to do that because the routes on the Golden Hall are kind of, you know, harder sport climbs. Or you go up this gully. And it was one of those things where, um, you're just going up the gully we'd never been there before and the gully like sucks we're like soloing past rap anchors on loose wet wet slabs brambles everywhere and just like what do we do you know it's like typical bullshit front range approach but we actually found the wall on our first try oh cool so yeah so if you go there if you feel like you're in the wrong gully you're actually in the right gully (laughs) Nice. you approach then yeah (laughs) yeah we ticked it we onsighted it it was pretty good made it to the crack yeah there were multiple times where we both thought we were going to die but we didn't Uh, yeah
3: salmon spray (laughs) all right well let's move
0: on to gear matt do you actually want to start and we'll go back around the circle the other way
1: yeah i have a pair of the testarosas the new testarosas um you know, I had actually climbed much in the old Testarossas and I had a pair for years and I put them on this year and I was like, oh, I really love these. And I used them and sent like a few projects this spring and early summer. Uh, and then right around that time they came out with the new ones. So I've been climbing in these um, a lot since then. Uh, you know, they redid the heel. I think a lot of people felt like the old Testerosa was wonderful in the forefoot, amazing downturn, super soft and sensitive, but people would have some issues with heel slippage, but they redid the heel with this harder kind of red rubber. Hmm. And it feels like they made the heel cup a little beefier and narrower and it drives your toe in harder. Um, so if you love the Testarossa's, the original ones, I feel like this is a better iteration, way better heel hooking. And the fit is I think tighter and stiffer. So better, better edging performance than, than before, but incredibly precise Really well built rock shoe. Like these things seem almost indestructible. Like, you know, you're going to get a lot of resoles out of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, to me, Sportiva took what was a, a super classic shoe and made it even better. And I've been seeing them around a lot. Like, a lot of people really love these shoes. And I've been super psyched on them, especially for gently overhanging to like pretty overhanging terrain. Mm-hmm. They're really, really good. Cool. Yeah
2: you want me to go yeah yeah why don't you go Lindsay? yeah so i brought in my um, black diamond technician shoes these are out on the market spring 2020 um, but i in the summers tend to do a lot of laps up uh, the second flat iron and these have just been wonderful for doing both the approach and then they have like you know good sticky rubber for mm-hmm. doing the actual scramble up the second um they the fit you know you kind of actually want to go with a tighter fit I'm usually like a six and a half street shoe and these ones are, are like a women's eight because I couldn't get my foot in at first but I realized as I wore them more they're actually intended to fit tight like a climbing shoe so wear where, yeah. where your actual street shoe would be my recommendation um but yeah, overall there's like a lower volume toe box, so it's great for actually you know getting your foot in places where they need to go while you're scrambling.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Overall, they're just like a really good shoe for both the the approach and the the actual climbing.
0: Would you run in those?
2: I would not because they like they're pretty sensitive. I would mm-hmm. say so. Like if you're running over, um, you know, like rocky terrain or whatever, you're gonna feel yeah. it. But for something like the second. Where you know you're on you're on gravel, it's not like super rocky getting up there, but you want to have sticky enough rubber sure. for the the climb itself. It's a good it's a good shoe for that.
0: You have to check it out. I've been wearing the uh, the Adidas Solo for years, and they discontinued it. So I'm looking for a new scrambling shoe, but I'm kind of looking for something that can also run it. So yeah, keep my eye out, James. You got something?
3: Um, I've had I've been going out to Rifle a bunch. One second. We got a uh,
0: refrigerator. Refrigerator. Is there any way we can unplug that thing? What's in there? Beer, probably. Yeah, probably just beer. Oh, oh, I see think the, plug. the plug behind me. Yeah, like there's some, yeah,
3: whatever.
1: Harvested organs.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Do we need to move the couch? Someone's kidney. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Nice. Perfect. All right. We have to remember to plug that in before we leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not ice all replaced.
3: Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, James, are you uh, going? I've I've been going out to rifle a bunch, and uh-huh. so I've been using two like basic sport climbing things that I've been really psyched on. I have a pair of the up uh, Upshot belay glasses mm-hmm. that I really like. They they're a little bit narrower than uh, some blade glasses, which like kind of cut off your peripheral vision. Um, but I find that's really helpful. Uh, the other day I was playing. Uh, my girlfriend on Zulu and she kind of made a high point through like this bomb boulder problem and then you have to jump to this hold. and as she dynoed, uh, her foot clipped the rope and she missed the dino and she fell kind of sideways huh. and because I wasn't like totally looking through the prisms I could also like see her a little bit. Uh, I was able to give her a soft catch and keep her from hitting her head on the wall. So I was really psyched on that. And uh, also, like as part of that, been using the Mammut Infinity. It's a 9.5 um, millimeter rope, and it, it's been super durable for like dogging and rifle, which I've been doing a lot of. It's <laughs> a, it can be a little thin pulling back up on. Yeah. But um, I've like learned with a really light to to walk the rope a lot so I've been really psyched on that. Cool. KC.
4: Yeah, so I just got back from a trip to Mazama, Washington uh, for a story that will appear in the magazine later. But we were going out there to climb these big roots on this wall called Goat Wall. Uh, and all the way leading up to the trip, everyone's like, oh, the weather's going to be so good at late September. It's going to be like just beautiful. You guys are going to have the best time. And then as soon as we got there, this freak winter storm came in and it was like raining every morning and it was like 30 degrees when we were starting climbing. Uh, So I had not prepared to climb an 18 pitch route in those conditions. And uh, the local gear shop shop picked up a pair of fly low tough guy gloves. They're these like really thick, warm, like leather palm gloves for belaying. And also for, uh, we had a 13 mile bike descent down from the route. And those were so key in like having a comfortable time on the wall versus losing all my fingers. So thank you, Fly Low. <laughs> they're really they're like pretty cheap too. They're only like 35-40 bucks. So oh, for like cool. a really good warm belay glove. Yeah, definitely yeah. thumbs
3: up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep your thumb that way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I've been testing out the uh, Mystery Ranch Tower forty seven. Um, this is just like one of my favorite packs of all time. It's a really nice crag pack. Uh, a few of the nice things that I really like about it are the suspension. Super comfortable. I packed this thing to the brim and it still carries really, really well. Also, it's super well organized. It's got a ton of pockets on the inside. It's also got gear loops that you can clip, you know, your really important pieces to so you know that you have them in your pack and you don't have to go digging all the time. And it's also got, it's a open lid from the top and it's got a side U-shaped zipper so that when you unzip it, it actually lays flat on the ground. So, you know, a pack's kind of a pack, but this one has definitely been my favorite that I've used in a really, really long time. Again, it just carries a ton carries it well and it's super well organized. So that comes out in fall of 2020, so you still have to wait a little while if you want to purchase one, but when it comes out, I highly recommend everyone check it out.
1: Yeah, I mean the internal organization on that thing is amazing. There's like two racking loops, all these different pockets and mesh pockets to stash, shoes, harness, like knee pads. Like you can keep stuff in a consistent spot instead of yard sailing it all over the ground and Mm -hmm. you'll get it, which I think is huge. Like you know, the other day we were at Seal And I showed up and there's people on every route and there's just like 30 packs out there and everyone's pack, you know, just goes bleh and vomits all the contents (laughs) everywhere. And I'm like, I'm just going to put mine down and leave my stuff in it. I was like, yeah, cool. I know where my knee pads are. They don't get mixed in with someone else's. You're not like, where's my grigri? Like the fact that you can keep everything contained and then put it back in its spot is really, really nice.
0: Yeah, I've been doing the exact same thing. Like I have a pocket for draws. I have a pocket for cams have a pocket for you know like my nuts and nut tool and then once it's in there I just know it's it's there it's there and yeah. I'm not gonna leave it somewhere so I'm really impressed with it and um, and again yeah that's coming out in fall 2020 so, all right so we're is on it
1: fall 2020
0: I'm sorry spring, spring 2020, 2020 yeah. yeah thank you for the correction yeah. there Matt no okay um so we're on to the guess that gram game so this is a game I came up with. I'm going to be reading off an Instagram caption, and I'm going to give you guys three choices to pick from, and you have to pick the right one. There's going to be uh, five uh, guesses, and uh, if we have a tie, I have a bonus. Uh, the bonus, you'll have to actually just guess who it is, and we'll see if we have a winner.
1: Are you keeping score? I am going to keep score okay. here. All right, yeah, sure. I know. All right.
0: so what, who should we start with? We'll start with KC, we'll go back around this way. Okay, so the first, the first caption. Dosing up before the send. Sometimes those pre-send anxious thoughts of what if or am I capable need to be blocked out in order to just flow in confidence. Oh Jesus.
1: I don't think it was I know easy. this one. You do know it? Even without the list of names? I, I almost feel like you should have a bonus where you can... You get extra points if you, get you just extra know it is. But
0: you lose points if you don't get it. Oh. Does anyone like that rule? Yeah,
1: there's a hazard there. There is a hazard. Free it's
0: free yeah. solo. <laughs> it's the free solo death. <laughs> so if anybody wants to use
1: it, just raise your hand. You get an extra point?
0: I'll you, do the it. The only problem right. is, is then you cut everyone off from it gaining points. It's okay. Yeah. You know, I almost not. think you should have to write it. Down on a piece of paper. I,
1: I All right, ready? We'll just. <laughs> but is only Kevin guessing? I don't know no, no. You said you're starting with Kevin. Yeah, I was going to start because we're going to go around the table. So each person.
0: I I made this way more confusing than it is. Uh, but
1: just hold on to that because
0: we might have to do this <laughs> later. Okay, so your your choices are Dave Graham, Daniel Woods, or Alex Puccio. So Kevin, who do you guess? He guesses Daniel Woods. All
3: right, who do you guess? That sounds. And Dave Graham just likes to talk about crystals.
1: Crystals? Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Woods
3: just wants to be like. Uh, he talks about how hard stuff is. I guess by default, I'm going to I'm g- go with Guccio. Okay.
2: Uh, All right,
3: Lindsay, who do you guess?
2: I'm going to go with Dave Graham. Whoa!
1: Whoa! All right. How does it How does it start dosing up? Yeah. What are they dosing Dosing up before the send? Like Robitussin. Those Mm -hmm. pre send
0: anxious thoughts of what if or am I capable need to be blocked out in order to just flow in confidence. Isn't
4: isn't dosing how you would describe doing LSD? Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) You could also just be watching the dosage series. (laughs) Yeah, you could be watching dosage for. for, um, (laughs) I'm gonna say Alex Puccio.
0: All right. Well, Corrigan was the only one who got it. This was D. Daniel Woods. Oh. dosing up with the CBD. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was gonna get extra points for that. We might do that in the next one. As I, th- I, I was. Really excited to add in that rule, but it wouldn't have been fair, and I hadn't really thought it through. So, we're not going to okay. do it this time all around. Right. Maybe next time. That
4: was so obviously Daniel because he's always trying to sell CBD to
1: everyone. Oh, yeah.
0: Alex
4: Puccio also is now
0: uh, a sponsored CBD athlete. Yeah. Well, we all will be someday. yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. You guys ready for the second one? Yeah. Mm hmm. Yosemite crack climbing is like the tenderizer for the soul. There's nothing like 1,600 feet of vertical chimneying and off-width climbing to bruise your shoulders and knees, chafe your hands, abrade your elbows, and basically wear off the calluses that build up for modern life. I definitely felt alive in the moment and exhausted after leading four simul climbing pitches to the summit of Centennial via the Steck Salathe, oh, established in 1905.
1: Oh, for sure. I bet it's Timmy O'Neill. Wait, okay. <laughs> 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 you're supposed to win. Uh, you're joke supposed joke. to oh. win. Oh. Yeah. We're ruining the, the game. Fun I, if you I guess. also guess Timmy O'Neill. Yeah, when you do that on Jeopardy, they, they would usher you off the stage. Oh.
0: Is it Dave Elfrey, <laughs> Tommy Caldwell, or Timmy O'Neill? Oh. Uh. <laughs> I mean, okay, so James is gonna get a mi- minus a point for that one. We're <laughs> <laughs>
3: just, just
0: blurting out. We're just, just blurting it out. it out. Exactly. Actually, exactly. we're just we'll just enjoy that question and we'll <laughs> skip it. I guess. Okay.
4: Yeah. D- didn't make me want to climb that route. <laughs>
3: that that route's really good. Yeah. It's like one of the classics in Yosemite, but it, it pretty much it doesn't get repeat a whole lot because it's a really long approach uh-huh. and it's like a it's a physical climb and so it's like you could the Schnard Herbert which is right parallel is parallel to it and 11c takes half the time mm-hmm. that the stack Salathe does and so it's like oh well like if you're good enough to do it you just do it once yeah. you're like wow that was rad not doing that again. <laughs> Except for Timmy. He, he never loved, does one thing once. He loves yeah, that stuff. he loves doing the same routes. It's like yeah. it, if it was a grandma about the first flat iron for Oh know, my gosh. Yeah, know, yeah. Yeah. Timmy O'Deal
1: yeah. on the seminar. With, with a beer. beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, taking a picture <laughs> of the
3: hand. Yeah, the
0: beer, the
1: sunset. Yeah.
0: Alright, okay. Don't blurt anything out. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. Obey. <laughs>
0: Being the incredible navigator I am, I got us lost twice on the hike and then incorrectly assumed the wall got afternoon shade. Wrong. But compression climbing is fun in the sun, right? If you're a vampire, nothing is fun in the sun, and beams of sunlight should never touch your skin. I am a vampire, but at least I got to check out the cool moves and build up psyche for a shadier return mission. Amp to have a new projgy proj and to spend a fun day with a great little crew is it Shauna Coxie Maddie Hong or Paige Clausen okay we'll, we'll sure start with Sam at this time
1: I feel like I read this on Instagram but it was like 2am and I was just up <laughs> with insomnia scrolling through my phone mindlessly while the dog lay in the bed farting next to me <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know who it was um Shauna Coxie,
0: Maddie Hong, or Paige Claussen? Shauna Coxie. All right. What do you got, Lindsay? Who do you, okay. Casey, who do you think it is? You're going with Maddie Hong. Okay. KC, who do you think it is?
4: I wanted James to go first because he said he knew. Yeah, it. he knew. James, you can't say, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, at least I
0: didn't blurt it out.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you right. want to win if you tell everyone you yeah. know. They're just going to say, exactly. I get too
1: excited. <laughs> then, we, then we all get the points. If you say it, we all get points. Uh, I'll
0: go with Paige. All right, and James, who do you know it's, who it is? It's Paige. It's Paige, yeah. you're right.
3: Was it is it? Paige Klassen. She was trying like um, Vogue or something about oh, the industrial and they got there and it was in the sun. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for the next one? Is,
0: is this fun? Are yeah. Are people enjoying yeah, it? nice, yeah. sure. All right, okay, cool.
3: It's, kind of, it's funny. Some
0: <laughs> members,
4: tell us in the Facebook group if you're enjoying this right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah please.
0: Okay. Catch a scar, miss the goal, come up short, disappoint, get burnt, make mistakes, misfit, peeled, booted, reroute, find clarity, resort to passion, never give up like mom says, stay the path, be yourself, be authentic, remember who you are, how you were raised, your values, your energy, be inspired, tie in, get new beta. Who is it? Is it Andrew Bisharat, Kevin Yorgerson, or Joe Kinder? Somewhere
4: in between a caveman um, and an Instagram influencer. <laughs>
1: I think it's a Russian bot.
4: <laughs>
3: You're not supposed to blurt out oh, the answer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> to
1: me, it sounds like a Russian bot. That's The internet research agency. The climbing algorithm. Okay, so
3: Matt,
0: who do you think it is? Joe Kinder, Andrew Bisharat, or Kevin Jorgensen?
1: I would say Joe Kinder.
0: All right sammet has got his choice. KC, who do you choose? Joe Kender. Alright. Let's go. James. I'm gonna say Kinder. Alright, Lindsay.
2: I was also gonna say Kinder. Oh, that
0: one's obvious. It's Joe Kinder. He's <laughs> gotta
1: right, right.
2: he's got it was like every single slogan. Mm-hmm. Those all should have been hashtags. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Never give up like your mom says. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, okay, this is the final one of the regular round. Felt cute. might delete later. V. Much excitement for more time spent out of doors getting maximum dirt on face and trying maximum hard on rocks. Is it Sasha DeJillian, Emily Harrington, or Margot Hayes? Okay, we're going to start with Lindsay this time. Oh,
2: man. Um, <laughs> I don't feel like that's Emily Harrington's voice. I, I'm going to go with Sasha DeJillian.
3: All right. Let's go with James next. I'm going to go, um, it doesn't sound like Margot or Emily. It sounds more like Sasha. I'm going to go with her like Lindsay.
4: All right, Kevin? Yeah, same process of elimination. <laughs> it's definitely not Margot. I don't think it's Emily, so I'm going with Sasha. All right. I think it's Margot Hayes. All right.
0: None of you got it. It was Emily Hayes. No way! Hey. Oh, all right. Oh, wow, cool. All right, I guess we... Well, I'm just going to do the bonus because it's a good one. We'll see if anybody knows their pro athletes So we have to really guess well. the
1: person without any... Without
0: any um, clues here. Donald Trump! <laughs> I can't express how stoked I am that I rediscovered riding this year. It feels so good to have a side passion that is fueled by gravity as opposed to fighting it all the time. Amazing weekend of speed and shit-eating smiles at the one and only Trestle Bike Park with the boys. Does anybody have any idea who this could be? This is a climber? Is? It's a climber that has a side
3: passion of mountain biking.
1: And rides. Oh!
3: Jonathan Segris. There, there you go. go.
1: Oh Wow, good job. That's right. He was a pro mountain biker, right? Before he was a pro climber or a competitive mountain biker. I'm not sure. I think he was, yeah. yeah but I've been seeing a, a
3: lot of his biking stuff on the ground. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. He, he He's psyched.
4: Mountain biking looks really fun, but it's just like, I don't have time to do anything besides climbing. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to spend that much time at the hospital. Yeah. It's yeah, just way a way to
3: break your
0: collarbone.
4: Totally. And spend $5,000. Well, James, if that counted,
0: you would have been tied for first. But you were not in first. You got second. And Matt, Lindsay, sorry, you guys tied for third. (laughs) We got bronze. We're still on the podium. You're still on the podium. (laughs) We're on the podium.
1: I'm good. (laughs) So KC Kevin Corey wins the first. Guess that Graham. What did I win? A pumpkin Something. cookie, yeah, a pumpkin, yeah, <laughs> vegan pumpkin yeah. chocolate chip cookie. Got plenty. Oh, that's great. pretty good. Yeah. This so good. <laughs> this really good.
0: You get to work on the paywall later. <laughs> yeah, you win. Six more hours of work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no lunch break. Yeah. Sweet. Give me your Crocs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't want these. <laughs> All right, so I think we're on to news. Kevin, you want to take it? All right. So, what has been happening in climbing lately? So recently. Uh, Rick Weber over at the Red River Gorge built a replica of the border wall, Trump's border wall, and held a climbing competition, and it seems like no one had any trouble climbing it at all. Uh, Eric Cloaker set the record with an ascent of 17.29 seconds. Uh, The youngest ascent was Lucy Hancock, who did it at age 8.
3: Nice. And it was all like, they were all free climbing it, right? Yeah. It wasn't like run up with a ladder. Uh, they had,
4: someone did that. Uh, they had someone who was like 77 years old put a ladder up the top and then wrap on a munter hitch down the backside. Mm-hmm. So they were just trying to show, I guess, how easy it would be to lean a ladder against it and climb it. What, what is it like? How
1: tall is it? It's like metal, right? And...
3: It, I think it's... The, he made an 18-foot one, but it's a, some of the border wall sections are 30 feet. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. They uh
4: they His don't. was done with pressurized wood with some kind of paint that they were saying would be more slippery than the actual water wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the top, there's a five foot anti-climbing plate, which is just like a flat section of metal.
1: Does it stick out over the wall like an overhang or is it just like... No, no it's just flat up so you can't <laughs> oh. use the bars. So you have but to dyno still... past it? You, you just span yeah, past it? you
0: dead point past it. So
1: you're just pulling up and like lay backing up the bars basically.
0: Exactly. Okay. And then yep. you undercling the plate, mm-hmm. throw up.
3: Yeah, it sounds pretty easy.
4: Yeah, it looks like you got pretty good foot jams in
3: between the bars. Well, if anyone wants to um, go to Mexico, that's how
1: you
2: do it.
3: That's
1: how you climb, you <laughs> climb over the wall. Yeah. Did they account for the fact that the wall at the actual border is going to be very, very hot? Yeah. Hot to the touch? That's the one thing, right? <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. yeah. Well, you can You're just Not go. always. I mean, you'll probably be climbing at night, right?
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you want to go at night so you're not detected.
4: Well, it depends.
1: Like, if you want to get the best
4: photos, you got to do it during the day, but...
3: There's Dawn photos. (laughs) Border wall. (laughs) Just
4: just climb border wall, Fell cute, might delete later. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I don't think they think it's cute down there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think the border wall is ever going to get built anyway, so...
4: I
1: hope not. Has <laughs> anyone yeah, I mean, sent the video to the White House to <laughs> just say, "Hey, you might want to rethink like putting some money into this"?
4: I'm I kind of surprised Trump didn't tweet about it because mm-hmm. like I don't know, this is like a direct attack on his ego.
1: Yeah, and he does. He seems to pick up on all those. Mm-hmm. I
3: thought he said that like um, he, there are 20 climbers. That he the,
1: had best tried the best, climbers. Climbers. Yeah. the best climbers. Yeah, mountain climbers.
4: Yeah, yeah. can get over it. It's definitely a risk that he might get offended and like. Blow out the Yosemite,
1: <laughs> carve his likeness into the nose of El Cap, <laughs> Rushmore like, uh, yeah. God. climb
3: this now. The timeline will just be one of his four chins. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
4: so uh, moving on. Here's a cool story. Dave Graham just uh, repeated hypnotized minds of V sixteen after seven years of effort. Uh, it was his nemesis problem, I guess. Uh, the FA was done by Daniel Woods. It was originally V fifteen, later upgraded to V sixteen. Yeah, he but... must have dosed up before this. <laughs> it's,
3: it's pretty pretty impressive. He's put like a lot of time into that into that project. He's like gotten close, like falling at the top a few times. Uh, I mean, he was always like on his gram, like <laughs> obsessed obsessing over. The boulder, going out there, shoveling it all off. It's roadside, which is good. But it's also, like, in Rocky Mountain National Park, which is kind of like a long drive. You're, like, trying it in, like, November and December when the temps are good. hmm Yeah, it's also just impressive that he's, like, 37 and climbing just, at the top of his game. And It is unbelievable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bold, I feel like bouldering more than any other... Uh, like disciplined in climbing, mm-hmm. is pretty much the highest standards are set by the young. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like, oh, like at thirty-seven to be climbing like cutting edge grades is, is sick. Does he train, or does he just kind of climb all the time? I think he. Smokes a lot, of spliffs.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> touches could, a lot of crystals. Yeah, I don't know if
1: that qualifies as training.
3: Yeah, I he's pretty much just a rock climber. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I don't think he really trains that much.
1: No, just climbs.
3: Yeah, which is pretty. That's pretty cool. Is there any footage of the sand? Yeah, yeah. To, I think. Is he, it online or is he working on some? I think he he's putting it out at some point. Cool. I'm Not quite sure.
1: Was that the second ascent, or has it had other repeats? Uh, third. Third. There's
3: that guy, Rustem, Rustem. Oh, that guy
1: who did it in, like, two days or something yeah, like that? The, yeah, this
3: Russian, really skinny Russian dude who was out for the, on the Vale World Cups. and, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that the style fit Daniel really well. hmm And so he's like, oh, it's V15. Before people started proposing V16. Right. And so then when it took, like, Dave so long to like repeat it. Or he was still working on it. And when um uh, like Paul Robinson, a bunch of other folks actively tried it. And couldn't do and it. And couldn't do it. And right. And Daniel was like, uh maybe this is a little harder than we thought. And okay. There's kinda like this big like great consolidation that V fifteen where it got kinda like muddled things stayed V fifteen for too long without like moving up. Yeah. It seems like all of a
4: sudden this year, like, V-16s have repeats and there's like double as many
3: as there were last year. Yeah. Like, what happened this year? I think I, I think it's essentially just people decide they can climb V-16. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so some of it's like, oh, maybe they were just like really hard V-15s. Mm-hmm. They were climbing like hard V-15 and now they're like, oh, well. Yeah, this is a little harder. We'll call it V16. So
1: there's like more consolidation at the grade. People mm-hmm. are like this is what V16 should be. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Oh,
4: okay. Yeah, and then yeah, there's like some soft ones and some easy ones out there now. I'll probably try the soft ones Yeah, <laughs> <I> was, uh, <laughs> those, yeah those are you
1: know warm up on those and then try the other ones. Yeah. Uh,
4: another cool send recently. Molly Mitchell climbed China Doll in Lower Dream Canyon near Boulder uh, on gear making her
1: the seventh woman to climb 514 Shrad. Yeah, the full pitch, right? The 14 AR, skipping the bolts, placing the gear. I was just out filming with Molly and Arno Ilgner. We were just in Eldo for the last three days, working on an Overcome Your Fear of Falling course. And um, she was talking some about her sentence. She showed me the, the key piece for the upper crux. You know, it's like 13 C, basically R, the lower pitch, if you don't clip the bolts you know, which people don't when they're doing an ultra descent. And she'd taken some falls down there, but said she'd become comfortable with the gear, I think like a red low ball or something like that. But then up at the upper crux, the extension, which is like a V9 finger crack boulder problem, she was flying onto a Metolius double zero, and she showed it to me. And it definitely had <laughs> some wear. You could see yeah, it. Like yeah, like bent cables. Yeah, one of the cables is a little, in the trigger cable wire's a little frayed, but it had held up well. I mean, that's like, you know, that's the smallest piece that Metolius makes. and It looked good, but she said she'd taken multiple whippers onto that. And there was a fixed stopper out there that that she and another guy who was working the route had taken out, too. But I thought it was interesting. She talked about how, like, you know, she deals with, she's been open with, you know, having to face anxiety on and off throughout her life and how climbing is one of the things that makes sense. And she said she learned a lot from that route about managing fear and anxiety that she's also been able to carry over into real life, which I thought was cool. So see, mm-hmm. climbing's not just a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. You can actually use mom. climbing. Yeah, mom, yeah. <laughs> you can actually use climbing to get your act together and, and the rest of your life, which I thought was was pretty cool. I mean, I think we've all had those roots where you actually like learn something about yourself. I mean, you might learn that you're, like, you're a shitty human being. You might be like a <laughs> shitty, selfish human being who yells at my belayer, but then you might also learn like, actually, I can control my emotions.
3: Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sick. And I think
4: that, like, whenever you hear about super hard Trad Ascents, uh, people are always talking about, like, the smallest cams, but, like, in really positive ways that I would never be able to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, and then you get up to this move, and then you sink this, like, point one in, and it's bomber, so you can whip <laughs> on that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, wrap some dental floss <laughs> around this chalk stone. just start
4: crimping yeah like you know the manufacturer says that piece is for body weight only yeah exactly (laughs) i mean
1: they probably have to say that to cover their ass Mm -hmm. i mean china dolls on granite it's like really hard water polished granite Mm -hmm. so if you can get a piece in the rock's good the rock's good the rock's not going to fail but the piece could skitter out but she said that one i don't think she's i don't think it had ever pulled on her which is kind of cool yeah. good to hear yeah but there's a video if you look on her Instagram she's got five different videos of her sending it I wish watched them uh, last night it's cool you can see that she improvises some bait on the go like she would gotten she was almost at the top there's like one final move I think where she had to do a high step and she said she was too powered down to do it so she just takes her feet off the rock and just like just cuts her feet basically and just like Paddles them up, kind of mm-hmm. like a cartoon character. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I know I've done that kind of stuff too. You're like, uh oh, like yeah. this beta that I've worked out and spent yeah. months working out is suddenly not going to work anymore. What do I do? And you know, you have like two. They have like half a second to make yeah. a decision. Yeah.
3: you're yeah. just like all of a sudden turning into Lance Armstrong, paddling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to win the
2: tour. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to do it perfectly. You just have to do it, right? So yeah. like your beta doesn't always get you to the top in the end. Exactly. You know?
1: Yeah, you can evolve it on the fly.
4: Well, that's all the news I have. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.